Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Thursday, May 18th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to be talking about one or two perhaps lesser-known jobs that may soon be replaced by drones. It's already happening today in some cases, and we'll get into that. But before we do, let's talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack-a-lackin'. Juliet, what are you looking at today? Uh, a couple of different accessibility things I found interesting. Uber announced a bunch of new features that it's rolling out first in select cities and then uh, more broadly. They include being able to book a ride with a car seat, which I think mm. is pretty cool. That is if cool. If you're a parent without a car or a parent who needs a like you don't want to move your car seat from your car to another. It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> so that's great. Um, the ability to add teens, 13 to 17, I think it said to family accounts so they can big. book a ride. That's big. Yep. And then there's also a new feature where you can book with a phone call and not an app, which is great for older writers who don't really like to use apps. I love that. It's bringing back like the taxi booking days. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, the other thing that I thought was cool is New York City had a pilot program for universal basic income, which is basically when certain people get a specific amount of money every month. They don't work for it. They just get it, which is really useful for people trying to get back on their feet or who may be struggling. In this particular case, the pilot will become permanent and mothers in parts of the city and also Rochester will be eligible for $1,000 a month for 18 months and then $500 a month for the next 18 months, which uh, should be a huge help. That's very interesting. I, I expect we'll see a lot more of these kind of UBI experiments across the country over the next few years. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at today? Yeah. So one thing I was all over because I am a very big condiment fan was a big announcement that came from Kraft Heinz. Right, Heinz ketchup, uh, I guess has it's been around for well over a century. And throughout that time, there's been a number it touts on its on its bottles, right? 57 varieties. Yes. And that's for another time. We're not going to talk about this today, but that's a completely made up number, I learned. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll explore that another time. But what we are discussing today is the company unveiled the Heinz Remix, which is a device. It's a freestanding, customizable sauce dispenser. It kind of looks like a soda machine with a mm-hmm. touch screen that allows you to create more than 200 potential sauce combinations. You choose a base like ketchup or barbecue sauce, and you can personalize it with different flavors, jalapeno, uh, buffalo, mango even. What's cool about this to me is it does not really seem to be just a cool kind of PR product campaign. Uh, if you look at a picture of it, it closely resembles Coke's freestyle machine, which mm-hmm. you know can be found in Tens of thousands of locations like McDonald's, AMC. Kraft Heinz is working hard to push its products outside of the home, airports, restaurants, even schools. So here's another way to do that. But also, like Coke, they can use data from the machines 
basically has market research for new sauce products and ideas to bring to stores, so pretty smart. I do expect this will be a very messy machine, though, so I'm looking forward to seeing how they deal with that. Yeah, I um, I actually kind of got excited. So, you know, we did a story about the Coke Freestyle, and I had never seen one in the wild, I suppose. The mm. movie theater I go to does not, I mean, it has the bare bones, that's it. <laughs> And I got kind of excited when I was going to go to an AMC movie. I was like, this is my chance to use this <laughs> yes. freestyle machine. <laughs> it was a little overwhelming, but I actually really enjoyed it. And I have noticed the success of sauce blends as well as soda blends. I feel like chipotle mayo is a, is a big deal now with yep. sauces. I see that everywhere. Sriracha mayo. So oh yeah, it's, a, it's just a great idea. Genius. Absolutely genius. And really fun, too. Mm-hmm. Well, in other news, Elizabeth Holmes will finally test a cell, losing her bid to avoid prison time. The disgraced Theranos boss must report to jail on May 30th to start an 11-year sentence, during which uh, I guess she can figure out how to pay fraud victims $452 million in court-ordered restitution. Also, Amazon released four new Alexa-enabled Echo devices. The company said it's now sold more than 500 million Alexa-enabled devices globally, that use of Alexa increased 35% last year, and that we'll see more generative AI-powered experience for Alexa this year. Looking forward to that. And lastly, this is probably the most important, most serious news we're discussing today. TikTok is releasing a new custom font across its app called TikTok Sends, meant to improve legibility and reading retention. I noticed it in the app, thought it looked honestly kind of weird. Then I went on Twitter, saw the font, was giving a bunch of other people the ick. Uh, but, you know, I told myself that this is the biggest problem I have today, TikTok's new font, and we're doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. And with that, let's get to today's main story. So AI... Uh, may be taking up a lot of our headspace these days, but as Ben wrote in today's newsletter, uh, it can't take up our airspace just yet. That domain belongs to another job-yoinking form of automation, which is drones. So, Juliet, let me ask you this. When you were a kid, did you ever think, I want to be a scarecrow when I grow up? Um, no, because, uh, <laughs> do you remember, okay, so I'm obviously older than you, but perhaps when you were a kid, you also stumbled across um, that collection of short stories, scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, it's very possible. So it, the whole thing about these books was that they were meant for children, but the illustrations were truly horrifying. <laughs> and there was one about a scarecrow, and it was just like you know what? I don't want anything to do with that scarecrow. So, <laughs> and that's my like child's get like, it's not the wizard of Oz. It is that book. Okay. So no, um, not a scarecrow fan. Okay. So you were never considering it as a profession. Okay. We've clarified that. Well, for any kids <laughs> wondering this, uh, I'm thinking about this today. I have to say, I'm sorry because it looks, it's looking like drones might be taking your job. Coming for scarecrows jobs are drones that basically look like big birds and they're designed to scare off smaller birds and a company that goes by the name of drone bird company out of the netherlands built a drone fleet resembling birds of prey hoping its lifelike robohawks can basically help bird tormented professionals like farmers or even airport managers keep other birds away from crops or airplane engines. And it seems to work pretty well. A blueberry farmer in Germany 
who tested the drone birds saw uh, their crop loss decrease from around 50% to 5%. And uh, these birds may soon become hawkish in yet another way, too. The Dutch startup suggests military espionage is another possible application as well. That's interesting because we recently, um, I think we only ran this in the newsletter, we found a job listing out of Blackpool, England at a zoo where they were hiring people to dress up like giant birds of prey <laughs> okay. and scare seagulls away. Really? From, and the, the seagulls were eating people's food. Like they would go get French fries I or whatever see. from the concession stand. And I'm wondering if that's because you can't use a drone for that because maybe that would bother the other animals, but you can have a person in an inflatable eagle costume. <laughs> So if your dream is to actually be a scarecrow, I guess you could <laughs> yeah, yeah, apply. So, okay, so so one variety is is losing, is being replaced by drones, but we can replace potentially uh, scarecrows and drones uh, in a different yes. way. Yes, so, <laughs> that's great. But bigger picture, stepping back, uh, it, it's not just scarecrows that are that are potentially losing opportunities to drones. Uh, for instance, ad towing pilots may soon be facing competition. Uh, there's a company called Sustainable Skylines, and their drones, they hope, are going to take over the sky advertising business. So it's a Miami-based startup, and they say their drones would reduce the banner tugging industry's carbon footprint by 90%. But truth is, it's not simply a feel-good story about the ozone layer. It's a big business play in an aerial ad market estimated by some to be worth $8.5 billion by 2027. And they have some cool features, too. Uh, Sustainable Skyline says they can analyze drones' routes alongside cell phone data, which will help solve a pain point for sky marketers, which is, you know, understanding how many eyes actually saw their banners. So that's kind of neat. But of course, drones replacing jobs isn't all bad. Uh, there are many great use cases. The Indian government, for instance, is testing drones for blood bag delivery, and uh, there are many other applications, too. But this one drone scarecrow case was was just particularly interesting to us today. And as we discussed, I think, unfortunately for the scarecrows, it may be time to start looking for work in another field. Mm, yes. How about that? <laughs> All right. And bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano, our executive producer. Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have an awesome Thursday. Catch you tomorrow. Get on out of here. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.